Gen Z podcast. Welcome to the Gen Z podcast. I'm your host JP Jackson and today we have Ridwan Basa. Welcome Ridwan. Hi JP. <laughs> so for those that do not know you, who is Ridwan Basa? So I am Ridwan Basa. I'm 28 years old, uh, born and bred in Cape Town, lived here my whole life. Um I'm married, I have a daughter, I'm an entrepreneur mm-hmm. and a full-time property investor. Oh, damn. Sure. So just tala tala bills. <laughs> so when you were growing up, you went to the Settlers High School, and this is not the Settlers pod, but you were also an very good at maths and science in high school. Um, what was that experience like? You know, having the the almost like the pressures on you to go and do something great. So when I was younger. uh as as we did i didn't really think about it like that um and to be honest um, and i think you can you can relate mm-hmm. as well a lot of the things came easy mm-hmm. um it's not uh <laughs> you look at me <laughs> <laughs> um a lot of the things academically came easier mm-hmm. um and i didn't think about the pressures at that time yeah. um it's only now that i'm older um and I have a wife that educates me on this mental <laughs> this mental health thing yeah. um that I think back and I look yeah. back and 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 uh sometimes think it it was a lot mm, uh, mm. we did a lot yeah we did a lot but when you're in the groove and you're like moving around doing the sport doing the studies it's like it's just normal at that stage we don't think of it as a challenging experience but like you said the reflective happens and it's like is this now what I want to do and you someone that has always had an entrepreneurial drive you've always so seen the bigger picture whereas in school i felt it was like i was always geared towards becoming a great employee if that made sense because it was almost like you were good at maths you could at science and you're going to end up being good at something but all the focus was on being an employee rather than a business owner or an entrepreneur 100%. Where did that spirit come from? Was it taught or did you just pick it up along the way? That's a very good question. Um yeah. and when I find out I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> <get up. laughs> No, so uh believe it or not, uh when we had these entrepreneur days at mm-hmm. at school in primary school and things like that, um I was really bad at it. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, you couldn't I, sell this award. I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't. Um uh it 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 was and I never gave it a lot of effort. Mm. Um and it wasn't something that really interested me. Mm. Uh, I enjoyed making the money. Yeah. Um but uh, <laughs> the actual entrepreneurial drive but it, it wasn't something that I I thought of. And going through high school was the same. Yeah. Um I I I excelled in in certain subjects math science mm. accounting as well um I really had a love for for numbers and accounting and um in in my mind I was I was always going to go study as mm. we did and uh, to work my way up yeah. to a financial director mm. CEO position um as an employee yeah that was that, that was that was my mindset yeah. um and it it only actually changed once the business was started mm. right so and the first one right the first business that we started tenacious tutors correct and how that business started is 
I I've always had a passion for for helping people, uh, especially in terms of academics. You know, when or when friends of mine were struggling or they just wanted to do better, I'd always I'd always help them, always speak with them, and and that helped me in turn. Mm. You know, yeah. uh, it, it helps you retain knowledge when you when mm. you help others on the same mm. subject matter. And I started tutoring uh, straight as we started university. Yeah. Uh, got some referrals from my mm. previous high school and uh it was going really well and after my first year of university the that soul prop mm. if you will mm. uh it grew a bit uh grew quite a bit and again the idea to start the business wasn't mm. even mine mm. um it was my wife mm. uh, it was her idea so Bahania told me look we i am at the level now where we have this many students mm. What if we made this an actual business? Mm. In my mind, I was focused more on the million dollar idea. Mm. That, that's what that's what I please thought. elaborate. So I I I always wanted to make more money. Mm. Uh, I had that drive, and I I wanted to have this big idea that would make me a ton of money mm. off the mm. bat instead of working and building something. Mm. And she changed my mind and changed my outlook helped me start the business, mm. start our business. And uh, that's where we started. That's where the mind set, the mind shift happened mm. from just being an employee yeah. to starting a business. Mm. No, great. Because a lot of the things that we see online is very much almost instant. Like we want this idea, we want to think that we have this brilliant idea, like a Google or Facebook, where it will be, be revolutionary and just make me land tons of money and walk away. But isn't the are you finding more satisfaction in trying to build these things up? Yes, it's 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 very satisfying um, building something from the ground up. Mm. Comes with a lot of challenges, mm. and it makes it it makes it very rewarding. I know you and I speak a lot about this where, you know, previously you used to do all this effort and you're making somebody <laughs> else rich. Uh, whereas, you know, when we as entrepreneurs put in all the effort, mm. we generally reap the rewards mm. of that. Mm. And, you know, we're a lot older now yeah. and uh, I'm a lot wiser than I was. <laughs> you and, might be wiser. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, then you learn things like, you know, Netflix was started in the 90s, I think, mm. and, only now yeah. in these past few years it, it grows like that and you you don't know what mm. these companies went through yeah. and um it's this image on the internet mm. so uh, luckily you know i had that uh, change uh, in my mindset and learned better yeah. and became wiser and it's 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 been an exciting journey mm. but uh, so how did you deal with the quote unquote haters so when you when you do something like entrepreneurship and going against the grain and not doing like the studying or becoming an employee, there's always people that seem to doubt. And how do you then stay focused on your goal and the, the way you want to be? Okay. So there's, there's a lot in that question. <laughs> um, let's, let's go with a few things. So firstly, um, as, as, as you and I are, we were fortunate enough to go and study. Yeah. Um, and, being people of color we didn't it wasn't uh, that we had to push for that financial aid and mm. the bursaries and that even though mm. you know we we managed to get those things yeah. so i was in the fortunate position where my parents having worked really hard in mm. their life were they were able to push me 
and put mm. me through university yeah. uh, without me having to worry. Mm. Uh, I come from a very fortunate position. I'm very grateful for mm. that. And, ha- and, having, and having said that, you probably understand as well, there's pressure that comes along with that, okay. right? They are paying for all of these things <laughs> and, you know, you, you need to finish. You need to finish <laughs> this thing. Um, and I did. Uh, yeah. I have uh, my degree in business science, mm. uh, finance and accounting. Mm. Um, I suppose I'm from this university, so I have to say <laughs> you know, it, it is it is from from UCT, and um, yes, I got, I got that degree. So there was that pressure, mm. uh, not them directly putting the pressure on me. They never yeah. really said that, mm. uh, but I knew, mm. right? Yes. I, yes. I I needed to finish yes. that. So that's that's the the one the one aspect. Mm. I, I got my bursary from um, the accounting firm, so I I did mm. my part uh, a yeah. little bit. And um, that's that. Then in terms of, you know, this, uh, as people of color, mm. you have these family members mm. and people that, you know, if you, you, you must study. Um, mm. And also as a Muslim, you know, I could only be a doctor a yeah. lawyer, uh, <laughs> or an accountant. Um, no, that, that never came from my parents. But, yeah. you know, this uh, yes. expectation in, in the family mm. and uh, that uh, that that that's what people see that's mm. the path that you need to follow and if i'm being honest i truly believe had i not gone to study and spent the four years mm. there i would have probably been further along in my business journey mm. and uh, that uh, it's something that uh, it, it it sounds a bit sad mm. and uh, i may be wrong but mm. i just uh, that that's something that that i do believe so why uh, do you why do you feel that way? When we were studying, mm-hmm. right, you and I, we studied together. Um, a lot of the subjects we did together at the same time. Okay. There were there were subjects that we did in business where the class was learning one thing, and I had already known all of these things. Mm-hmm. Not because I am super intelligent or anything, but because I was studying a commerce degree, mm-hmm. and I actually started a business while wow. I was studying. So when we did things like company law and how to mm. register a company, my peers were learning about this. But However, the year it. before I did that, <laughs> I registered my own company. Yeah. Um, I did all of these things. Uh, the financial literacy, yeah. you know, uh, for for the most part in, in a business, there's, there's basic financial literacy that mm. you need to know. We learned high-level group accounting. Mm. I Things I don't need to know how to do. Um, I don't need only care about cash. For <laughs> I, I don't need to know how to do deferred tax. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not that I learned how to do it that yeah. well in any case. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> had I spent my time building the relationships and the networks better, mm. um, I may have been further along. Yeah. I suppose having gone to a prestigious university, mm. I did make some connections that mm. helped me now. Yeah. And that is actually the main benefit that mm. I see. Yeah. The network that you are able to build, that was more beneficial than the actual knowledge that I gained. Mm. Mm. No, I definitely agree. And it's a, I, can, I experience it a lot in like the CA profession because they, you'll find, what you'll find is that there's a lot of people in different spaces. And because you say like we went to the same university, that's always like a, a instant connection, which is also what I feel like a lot of the, the Southern suburb schools and the Paul boys and those type of those type of established schools do very well. They always have a network of people that is always willing to assist, and that's and that's great. And we and I also feel hopefully one day that as a Gen C we could also create that network to help each other to just be better. 
Correct. <laughs> um, yeah, so I actually on that. So it this this network, uh, it's a it's a big thing in life, and mm. um, I actually had the I had the opportunity to be a bishop's boy. Mm. I mean, I could have gone to to bishops, yeah. and uh, I might have turned out a very different <laughs> person. Um, I wouldn't have <laughs> known you. <laughs> so um, I I would have probably made a lot of connections, mm. uh, but I I definitely wouldn't change mm. it. It's it's I I'm I'm happy with the mm. the path that that I took yeah. and and where mm. it's taken me, even though it's been very difficult at times. Yeah, um, it's it's been worth yeah. it. Mm. Mm. And you obviously met your wife. Yes, yes very yes, important. Yes. Which you wouldn't have done at bishops. <laughs> <laughs> so you also then started the the tutoring business and then got into property. Um, what? Was that just purely out of interest or how did you end up doing that pivot towards property? Um, so again, there's a few things that, that mm. led to that. Um, firstly, I've, I've always wanted to invest in property. And I've heard you speak about this on the podcast before in terms of creating generational wealth. Mm. And real estate is one of the best ways to do that. Mm. But having come from a numbers background, Investing in property, being in Cape Town never made sense to me. Mm. You know, people buying these flats and them having to pay in every month mm. uh, because the rental doesn't cover certain things. Yeah. It didn't make sense to me. So I didn't do it. Mm. It's not uh, until I learned why, so how, exactly how mm. the mechanics work and mm. why these things uh, happen mm. that I, I understood and, and could do it. Mm. But the main reason or, or the, the, the thing that pushed us to go into property was... When the pandemic hit, the our, our business was decimated. Mm. We we lost two thirds of our business. Sure. Right, our 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 client base, our student base was cut by sixty seven percent, and it was it was really tough. Mm. We we had reserves for a few months, mm. and uh, it wasn't it wasn't enough. And part of that uh, that uh, we can we can speak about, it, but after I answer your question, is that you know the the generation before us. Even the ones like us who have parents that that worked well with their money, um, I don't know about you, but I wasn't taught exactly how to do things in the right way, mm. right? And these conversations of, you know, how much do your parents actually earn, mm. and and what exactly do they do with their money? No, it's not your business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> and I, I want to say I'm not upset, but mm. um, I wish that wasn't the case, mm. right? I do believe as people of color, we, we need to stop gatekeeping mm. um, and telling, you know, the children it's, it's not their business because you don't realize how it affects them later on in life yeah. in terms of they don't actually know what it or how you should be saving. Right? Mm. They know they must save, but how much must you save? What yeah. must you do with the savings? Things like that. Mm. In any case, uh, COVID, uh, the pandemic really hit our business. We then had to pivot, as you said, mm and try whatever we could to to make things work and again having a family of my own having a daughter to look after it's a big drive for you mm. it's a big push and uh, that helped me mm. uh, i came across a network where i could learn about property i learned i did a few courses i got a property coach mm. and um, i just went for it mm. i went straight in because we had to we had to make another yeah. way 
and I started with a risky strategy. Mm. I started with uh, Airbnb, which is short-term mm. rental. People think it's just for holidays. Mm. And I started with that in a global pandemic, mm. you know, at times yeah. our beaches were closed <laughs> and that's where I started. And it's, I'm very thankful that mm. I did. That's, that's how we got into property. Mm. So you, the property, you, do you say it's out of necessity or that need to feed your family and which is a very big drive, but the pandemic didn't just affect your business. It also had a tough experience for you personally. You ended up being in the ICU for almost how long? So I was hospitalized for 29 days. I spent eight days in the ICU. And even after I was released, I still spent another about month and a half on mm. a permanent oxygen supply. I had to get a backup inverter to keep my oxygen concentrator powered mm. uh, because I wasn't going to leave my life in the hands of ESCOM. <laughs> um, yeah, so I was on I was on oxygen for about a total of three months. Mm. Uh, it's only been about a month and a uh, sorry a year and a month now that mm. I've been off oxygen for. And uh, I've recovered to about 60, 70% mm. of, of where I was. So still mm. uh, a bit to go. Yeah. And uh, that's what, what happened. But, you know, everything happens for a reason. Mm. And um, having come so close to death, it also it changes your perspective mm. on life and mm. your outlook. And, uh, you know, during that time, I also, um, or, or with all of that going on, my businesses were still running, mm. uh, especially the property business. I've automated it for the most part. Mm. Uh, most of the systems and uh, technologies that I use that I've put mm. into place help the business run without me. Mm. And uh, that that was very important. Mm. And I actually ended up uh, winning an award because yeah. of that. Uh, yes, so I won the 2021 SA Property Investors Network mm. Innovative um, mm. Investor of the Year Award. Mm. And that was Congratulations. a thank you very much. <laughs> that was a it was a it was a big moment for me. Mm. Having gone through through all of that, um, mm. it's it's something that shows the mm. the fruits of of my labor mm. and where that hard work actually went into. Yes, because exactly. a lot of the times when you, when you do that type of thing and there is no recognition, so it was like, is that the only is the money the only thing that shows my hard work? But I mean, there's so many things that you're passing down in your relationship with your wife, in your relationship with your friends, that you can see that this is another version of success, not just the one that I was taught in high school. <laughs> no, exactly. And um, something that I've realized now that I'm thinking about a lot now, the as 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 we, we speak about a lot, you know, this this is the other way, mm. not the, the, the corporate way, you know, yeah. starting a business. And and there's cycles, yeah. you know, when, when we started the the business because we started it so young mm. it, it afforded us a lot of opportunities that we wouldn't have had mm. um had we gone the corporate way because mm. we would have first had to have finished you know that four years yeah. degree do your honors mm. masters whatever go do mm. your um articles or mm. your in-service training and still start at the bottom somewhere exactly else. Mm. uh whereas because we managed to start a successful business mm. we were able to get married when we were 21 mm. and and actually sustain ourselves mm. with, with that income. Yeah. We managed to set goals that, you know, for many people, especially people of color, mm. you would never you would never think of. You, yeah. Again, we bought our first property at, at 21. Mm. We also made it uh, a goal to, to travel overseas mm. every year together. And we did that. Mm. You know, we went on multiple 
uh, overseas trips mm. because of the business that we had started. Yeah. And you know the cycle turns. Mm. Then your 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 friends and your peers now they start getting mm. higher paid jobs yeah. and and things like that. They start and catching up. <laughs> <laughs> it's a and and it's a it's a it's a it's it's something to to acknowledge and mm. the another thing that i think we as people of color need to get right is that we need to be happy for for everyone mm. right so Agreed. when you have that friend that starts that car wash or that mm. shop and you busy studying and they making money and mm. able to do things um it's it's important that you you learn and you and you find it in yourself um to be able to be happy for them mm. and the other way around as well yeah. when your friends now are at that stage they've been studying for years mm. uh now they are doctors lawyers yeah. uh, accountants whatever mm. and um they can now live the life that, mm. that they want to live it's, yeah. it's important that you 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 feel happy for them yes right and the pandemic has taught us a lot as mm. well you know being an entrepreneur in this time it's it's very it was yeah. very difficult and it, it does make you think you know what if i yeah yeah what, what if what, i did that what if i had to go work with jp it would have been a lot you'd get no work no <laughs> <laughs> you know it would have been a lot easier knowing right my your, your salary your comes salary in is coming state, every yes. month mm. right if uh, whereas mm. now if 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 we don't okay if you don't build a business that allow that affords you passive income yes. you know you need to keep doing yeah. that um the way if you don't put in the effort you don't get paid correct and and that's why it's also important once you start the business try to turn it into a passive income mm. as much as you can yes uh passive income is the the key mm. to growing sustainably yes. and also creating that generational wealth mm. you know we we spoke about uh a few months ago I don't know if you remember where the I asked you about retirement mm. yeah and at what age do you want to yeah. retire and things <laughs> like that and and as an entrepreneur it it's it's a very different question mm. right and i think the The important thing is try to build a life that mm. you want to live. Mm. Right? It it makes what you're doing much more fulfilling. Mm. It gives you much more enjoyment mm. and it will afford you the time and opportunities that that you want to have. Mm. Definitely. And it's you can actually build that now and actually be realistic. because uh, in the past like you said we it's almost like shut down this idea that you can have multiple streams of income and building this life that you want to live whereas when we were pre-pandemic on the idea of working from home because you want to see your child or creating this lifestyle that you want to be a part of was almost like so far fetched I'll only do that when I'm 40 <laughs> like something like that whereas you can do it now there are opportunities but like you also mentioned it requires effort <laughs> it requires you to put in some hard or your hard yards and doing some some of the grind work yes and i think what's key there is that you you need to ask yeah right um so at the at the moment you know if 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 i want to take a week and and spend time with my family mm. thankfully i can do that mm. right but i had to get guidance on how to build yeah. these things yeah and as as colored people we don't like to ask yeah And even more so the people that have the knowledge don't like to tell. Yeah. And I think I think that's a that's a big that's a big problem. That's one of the reasons why after I learned these things I I actually coach people mm. on property yeah. for example and I've I've taught them how to do the things that mm. that that I've done so mm. that they can they yeah. can also get where they where want they to want be. to be. But I think it's very important that right if you if you don't know for example how to save like mm. we were speaking about 
ask somebody mm. and if if you can't ask your parents uh or, or anybody in your close circle then find somebody where you yeah. can ask yeah. if you don't know how to invest in property ask somebody mm. ask somebody who's done it ask somebody who has generational wealth mm. how did they do it yeah. how can you do these things mm. how do you get remote jobs mm. like you have for mm. example where you can go and play PlayStation during the day <laughs> and and your and your boss thinks you're working this um, is not true <laughs> right? I play PlayStation sometimes <laughs> <laughs> we we need to we need to ask yeah. and those that have the information yes you need to tell them mm. cool are you ready for some quick fire questions i hope so <laughs> so i was going to do some sport ones but clearly <laughs> you have chosen the side <laughs> on that <laughs> So the first thing that comes to mind just say what it, what you think sure. right stage 2 low cheating not i thought you would go cars mm-hmm. <laughs> motorbike or cars car any specific one my favorite car is ferrari mm. um i would love to invest in bikes but i i am too much of an adrenaline junkie so I, i'd probably <laughs> kill myself on a bike uh, but yeah i uh, the dream is to to own a ferrari one day mm. Godwilling. Yeah, I was waiting for that. <laughs> um Gatsby or Gatsby. uh Gatsby. <laughs> Full stop. Full stop. I was like give you something else or so not like <laughs> Um would you rather do bungee dump- jumping or skydiving? So I've been bungee jumping and I want to go skydiving. Oh. So when I, I, I at the moment I want to do skydiving. Okay. Okay. And then the last one is island holiday or snow. Island holiday. Mm. Now get that melanin going. <laughs> snow snowboarding is very fun but I like uh, mm. I like chilling on the beach. Lovely. <laughs> so one thing we like to end off the pod with is if there's any piece of advice you'd give your younger self and I'll also tell you as a one liner what would that be? Buy Bitcoin now. <laughs> 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 damn wow <laughs> if you put 20 you damn can you imagine when yo, we were younger yo this wouldn't have been in existence because we wouldn't need <laughs> to do anything else we'd be traveling the world <laughs> you know cool great i think that's great i think that's unique <laughs> and thank you very much for coming through thank and sharing your story me. with us we I'm very grateful the team is very grateful and I think again we need to always give flowers when you're here not when you're gone <laughs> so just thank you for being you and thank you for showing us a different version of success thank you Jake it's been a pleasure <laughs> if you like the content like share subscribe and we out peace